Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Is it ever too late to find a hobby? Actually, if you've any suggestions for this, do please send them in to us on the text line. Jenny is with me on the line today in Dublin. Jenny, I believe you are turning 50 soon. What uh, realisation did you come to? I am indeed. I'm going to be 50 in June this year. Um, and it was a conversation that actually started at home recently, uh, just about collecting things. You know how people collect things and, mm. you know, music, vinyl, all that sort of thing. My partner is actually a musician, and as is my daughter. And I looked around the house recently and it was like, there's loads of vinyl records, there's drums in the house, there's guitars in the house, there's even a piano in the house because my daughter plays piano as well. And I bet I realised... I don't have a hobby. I, I don't actually have anything that I would do in my leisure time, in my downtime. Yeah. I do normal things. Like, I, you know, I go for walks when the weather improves and all of that kind of thing. But that's more a lifestyle thing rather than a hobby or something I would turn to for enjoyment. Yeah. Um, I watched people throughout COVID, you know, be very creative. People started gardening. Um, and I have to say, I don't have green fingers at all. I think everything <laughs> would die probably in a, yeah, in a week. I'm a bit like yourself, um, Jenny. Yeah, I, I'm not interested in that end of things at all. But um, I, I just kind of realised people got, as I said, very creative throughout COVID. They started to bake, people who never baked before. Uh, all of these things, paintings, people took up musical instruments and stuff. And I suppose it, it just kind of came, I thought to myself, right, I'm going into a new decade. I'm thankfully very young and, you know, fairly healthy. Um, I, I'm privileged to be the age I am because I know many people who didn't reach that age. So I suppose I'm looking at my life and thinking, what can I do for me? Yeah, Rather, some enjoyment. You know, something or... to do for myself. Exactly, yeah. 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 And uh, did, you, have you, did, you ever, um, did you ever have any hobbies, whether it was team hobbies no, or that when you were younger? No, not really. As I was saying to, to your researcher yeah. on the phone there, uh, when we were younger, obviously I grew up in the 70s and the 80s and, and money wasn't a very, you know, it wasn't a very readily available for extracurricular activities. Like, you know, you take up a musical instrument, they're really expensive. Mm. So you're looking at that and then if you don't really get into it or you don't enjoy it, you know, I would have gone to dance classes or Irish dancing or if there was something on in the schools that I went to, I would have certainly participated in that. But I think then obviously as you get older and you go into the working world and then you start the process of having children, your your free time becomes less and less and you start thinking less about yourself, you know, mm-hmm. Um and all of your time then is devoted to your family and raising children. And so all that. You're, then, you're looking for suggestions, really, Jenny? If people yeah, have yeah, thoughts or, yeah. And it is hard. Yeah, like, it's it's hard and sometimes... And I, sorry, when I, I don't mean when I say later life. I, I don't mean when people are yeah, necessarily yeah, no. older. I even think for myself, no. like, if I was thinking of going and joining a hobby now, I probably would be somewhat deterred from some of them because, you know, people you might be going struggle. back to something that they did when they were younger. They kind of have the basic yeah. skill set. And, um, and I, you know, that, that would probably deter me. But look, if people have suggestions today, if there's yeah. something you think that might be, you know, easy enough to pick up at whatever age, it's not something you have to do from from early childhood, um, send yeah, in your suggestions, that, actually. That type of suggestion, as I said, you know, I see people going sea swimming and stuff and I don't foresee myself throwing myself off the 40 foot at any time soon. I like to be warm <laughs> and dry. Yeah, I'm but, a bit you like know, yourself. I, admire, I really do admire people and I say, God, that must be a great thing to do and 
Okay. You know, to have that as, well, a, as a routine. I, a text in from a listener says, I find it really hard to pick up a hobby when I moved county. I have no interest in sports, so I actually find it quite isolating. It's difficult to make friends. I find myself just watching TV shows as a hobby, but I don't even enjoy that anymore. Uh, this listener says, my, my husband is Mr. Hobby. <laughs> He's something on four nights a week, running club, Spanish lessons, bowling and creative writing. It's great for him, but I feel I've nothing. Uh, I also feel that I have to pick up the slack at home. If I had four hobbies, a week who would do the homework make the dinner I think it's easier for some people to even have hobbies suggests this listener Eddie is with us as well Jenny stay on the line Eddie is in Sligo Eddie did you take up a hobby later in life are you there Eddie can you hear me okay can you not hear me now I can Eddie how are you Ah. what hobby did you take up um, well, I've always been interested in photography but uh, I only got a sort of decent camera in about 2018 or something like that um, so by the time I got to 60, it was during COVID, and uh, I started putting photographs that I was taking, landscape photographs mostly, up on the, uh, there's an awful echo on this uh, phone. Oh, was there? Okay, uh, we'll, we'll try maybe then the, and, and, and reconnect with you, Eddie, yeah. to see if that might help. Uh, journalist Aideen O'Connell, though, is with us as well in Kerry. Aideen, what hobby have you started? I have started swimming, <laughs> Andrea. I never learned how to swim. Um Never, I went for a few classes when I was in, in primary school, but never stuck to it. None of my family can swim, so like they would have never pushed us to, to go to the water, go into the sea. So I decided um, about two weeks ago, I was like, I'm finally going to do it. I've been doing a bit of traveling and there's always some sort of water activity involved. And I, I, I just couldn't do anything. So I, I kind of have maybe a bit of a fear as well because I'd never tried before. So I took myself off to the pool last week. Um, I've been there three times since. I have Brilliant. another lesson tomorrow, so it's going. It's going well, yeah. yeah. It's going well, but it takes a lot to put yourself out there and do it because, yeah. especially something like swimming. I think, um, and even the first caller there, it's some of these things that people do from childhood. And I even watched a video before I went to the lesson, and the swimming expert was like, "Well, if you are learning as an adult, it's going to be very difficult." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, what am I getting myself into? So it's a bit of a mental thing, but yeah. you, you can't. Just, you just have to push yourself. You know? And are you enjoying it? Yes, I am. I actually really am. And I, I know it's a form of exercise and I, I go for my walks and my runs and stuff, but I don't necessarily enjoy it. But I've been really enjoying the swimming. It's lovely. There's a really nice vibe at the pool, all different age groups. My own swimming instructor, she told me that she only started learning how to swim at 35. So okay. like, it's never too late. And it, yeah, it's really, really enjoyable. So hopefully by the summer... <laughs> I'll be, be doing that yeah you have full time uh, Jenny there's there's no way you would be enthused at all or enticed to head to the pool or the sea and I can swim like you know I mean if I if I, I could manage a few strokes yeah if it, but I don't foresee myself throwing myself into the sea at 7 in the morning <laughs> in the depths of okay. December you know I, I, it just it wasn't one of those I look at it and as I said I, I, I really admire people and I think fair play to them but I'm going, yeah, that's not me. Okay. If I look outside and well, it's freezing, I'm not getting into the water, jo- I'm sorry. Joe jo has made the suggestion. Joe says, I'd recommend bowls as a hobby, both indoor short mat bowls or outdoor lawn, uh, lawn bowls. It'll suit all ages, male, yeah. female, young, old. And I'm not talking about 10-pin bowling, <laughs> says Joe, yeah. Joe and, well, Joe see, and Calvin. Thing, I, I do do things like that. I do go 10-pin bowling. I enjoy all of those oh, things. Nice. I enjoy the cinema and things. But... And again, I would be a, a, I've become an avid TV watcher. I binge watch soaps, or not soaps, um, series. Series, yeah. 
which was something I actually never did pre-COVID. Okay. I wasn't a big television person at all. Eddie is, Eddie is back with us as well, uh, Jenny. Eddie, you, you were saying that you took up photography. Yes. Um, well, I'm a musician all my life, Andrea. So um, I, I uh, basically uh, lost all the work during COVID. And that was when I started to get, go to the University of YouTube and learn as much as I could about <laughs> photography. And I was out taking a lot of... Uh, a lot of photographs and learned a lot about editing and stuff as well. You could spend your whole entire day at it, really, from from morning till tonight. Um, so it's, it's really enjoyable. It was it was a very enjoyable hobby before I lost mm. all the work from uh, from uh, the music, um, and then it became doubly enjoyable because I had so much time to spend on it uh, during COVID. But uh, I'm still taking photographs, and I've actually got a bit of a career going in photography yeah. now. Um, because I started posting stuff on Twitter. Funnily enough, it was Twitter that kind of broke me on the old uh, photography. Did uh, it give you the platform to publish? uh, um, I think it's probably because during COVID, everybody was just moaning about their, you know, misfortunes and uh, along with the rest of us, obviously. Mm. But but, uh, I I said, Ash, I might as well post a few pictures that I'm taking as well. And um, people who were locked down away from Sligo, where I'm from, uh, we're looking for photographs of Sligo yeah. for the wall. No, I spotted a few of them on, online myself. I know. I think I spoke. I spoke to you back at the time, yeah. actually, when you, you you pivoted from the musical that's world right. into photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's that's right. Uh, I have a text in from listeners says I joined the civil defence actually in my mid forties. I've learned loads of new skills and I've dozens of new friends. Plus, you can give back to your community. Brian suggests. I don't know, Jenny, how you feel about church bell ringing. Brian says it's a great hobby. You get a physical workout. <laughs> Good. If, I had, if there was a if there was a church near me that had bells, I'm sure I would. I actually <laughs> I sing myself, to be honest. So I've been doing that for since I was a child, and I sing in church quite a lot. So oh, I do. Right. Yeah, I do quite a bit of that, and I also direct a choir now. Okay. We're a voluntary group. But sure, that's, that's a hobby. Bit, yeah, music has been my predominant hobby, but I, I, it's, I don't have anything. That I feel particularly skilled at. <laughs> yeah, well, you're looking for looking looking for something else. Uh, Brian, anyway, is suggesting if people are looking for a new hobby to start at any age, um, he says church bell ringing. It's all about patterns, great fun, and it's not a re- religious activity. Um, stresses Brian too. Also, zumba is brilliant. Says a lot of the listeners actually who've been getting in touch with us. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. A little earlier here on Lunchtime Live, we were chatting about whether it's ever too late to find a hobby. And we'd loads of suggestions coming in for Jenny, who got in touch because she's turning 50 and she realised that she didn't really have a hobby. She's looking to try and find something to take up. But a hobby that doesn't require you to have, you know, kind of the skill set that you need from early childhood and she's looking for suggestions and we've loads of different things everything from art sewing pole dancing Deirdre's with us on the line in Limerick Deirdre what's your suggestion? <laughs> My suggestion is open water swimming Did you start that? I, I, I started it during the pandemic and I've kept it on Did you? And I think it's fantastic yes and it's also free Yeah well that's that's very so, true actually yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't need a whole lot. Um, what you do need to do, though, is go with somebody. You don't swim alone, obviously, for safety reasons. Mm. And um, I took it up during the pandemic and I've kept it up since. 
And recently, I've just come back from the World Ice Championship. Oh, wow. Where I got two, two silvers and a bronze. Brilliant. So, I mean, at Congratulations. 70, 70, coming up to 78, not bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty incredible, Deirdre. Fair play. Who, 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 who would have thought I'd have been entering World Championships at this stage? And when, of my life. Did but, you, when did you decide to, you know, move beyond just being a hobby then and you'd look at the competitive side of it? I know, it's still a hobby. It's, it's <laughs> well, I still a hobby. Very much a, much a hobby. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I just I just met lots and lots of people and made lots of friends during the time with the swimming. So I've got a huge swim family out there now. Brilliant. And um, this opportunity came up and I jumped at it. So the social said, scene too, Deirdre, is there with it? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yes, yes. More so, more so because um, it's not just the swimming, it's the social aspect of it. And you make friends and you meet lots of like-minded people as well. So, you know, there's no reason yeah, not to do it's it. brilliant. Um, Av- Avril is on the line too. Avril, what hobby did you take up? Hi, Andrea. Um, about 10 years ago, I was looking for a hobby as well, and I started sewing. And I bought a small little um, pink sewing machine, I remember, in Argos, and I started making cushion covers. And it kind of went on from there, and I saw loads of patchwork at the, um, you know, the thing that was on in the RDS, mm. every um, the knitting and stitching show, there was loads of patchwork and I thought it looked beautiful and I started doing that and 10 years later I now have my own sewing business. Oh wow, so you've and made a job a fan- out of it. I did, yes I did and it's a fantastic hobby even if you don't want to make it into a business it's an amazing hobby. It's very therapeutic, it's creative you know, it really kind of lets out all your creativity and it's something which I never thought I would have had yeah. until I started doing it and then I, I teach kids now as well and when you see the kids learning to sew I think it's fantastic and all the projects that they make and handbags and you know um, travel bags and quilts and cushions mm. and loads of things and yeah it's a fantastic hobby And are, are you self-taught or how did you pick um, it up? Well yeah I was self-taught for a while then I went to a few classes and then when I really realised that I liked it um, I went and I did my City and Guilds and Patrick and Design so that was a two and a half year course that I did in Cork. It was once a month that you attend and then you do a lot of the work then at home. Um, mm. So I did that for two and a half years and I got my first, my diplomas. So that was fantastic. And then a lot of it then, yes, it is self-taught. And you can learn, um, when you start making things and doing things, you do learn a lot. So what I do now is I make memory keepsakes. I make memory quilts, cushions, teddy bears from clothes. Brilliant. Um, so of people who've passed on yeah. and then people who, you know, moms that don't want to get rid of um, baby's first clothes. You or can... there's a lot of sports people that I would have turned all their jerseys into. Mainly it's quilts if they've lost the jerseys. So like, you know, a hobby can turn into a business as yeah. well. It well, you're into absolutely, your testament to that. Um, and I suppose as well, Avril, for people that maybe don't, that aren't looking for a team sport or, you know, want to just pick something up themselves. Sewing obviously absolutely. will fit that. Yeah. It would, it would. And it can fit, because like I, we would do, um, friends of mine now as well, that's so like we would get together and do sewing days. Um, and then I teach them. So I teach um, ladies as well. Like, and it's just, it's just so much fun. Yeah. You have a great crack, you have great banter. Um, you know, and it's, I think the sewing community is a great community. Okay. Everybody kind of helps each other. 
you know. Well, there's lo- loads of loads of suggestions coming in. Uh, Breed says, I took up skiing at 65, art at 70, bridge at 73, bowls at 75, three nights a week, I'm out, says Breed. It's fantastic. This listener suggests for Jenny, Gaelic for Mothers and Others is run by Gaelic clubs for a fun, it's a non-competitive way for women of all ages who've no previous experience in Gaelic sport to train and play Gaelic football. Also, socialise too with other women in the community. Jer is in Meath. Jer, what hobby did you want to suggest? Uh, pole dancing or pole fitness, whichever, <laughs> whichever you prefer to call it. Tell yeah. me about it. Um, well, no, I was just listening there and they were asking for suggestions and I just thought like exercise is, is really, really good. If anybody was watching Super Ages last night, it's one of the, yeah. the big things that anybody who ages very well has, has in common is the fact that they move. So, um, like, a lot of people don't like exercise as such, like going to an exercise class as such. So I think if you can combine it with something that's a bit of fun and a bit challenging. Yeah, it is a bit of crack. What sort of core strength, though, do you need now, Ger, for this? (laughs) Well, you know, you build it as you go. Probably the hardest thing is probably actually walking into your first class. But it's a very encouraging uh, community and it's anybody shape, any type, any age. And um, you find your own level, obviously, beginner's class to begin with. But yeah, there is a lot of core strength involved in it. But you build that as you go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of upper body strength, which is usually lacking in in women. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I just thought, you know, just to do something that's fun and kind of blows your hair back because um, you're not going to keep something up if you don't love it. Yeah. You You obviously do enjoy it, though, do you? Um, I I love any form of movement. uh, Yoga, strength and conditioning, a bit of running. Anything that that moves your body, I suppose. Yeah, it's a great outlet and... Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just a little bit different. That's yeah, definitely one yeah, one one, one, to, well. one to consider for sure. Mary is in Wexford. Mary, what hobby did you want to suggest for Jenny? Yeah, I just started uh, during lockdown. I'm, I'm living with early onset Parkinson's, and one of the girls, uh, Claire, started uh, giving us online classes. And I really got into it, and I kept it up. Uh, like I didn't like it in school. I was hard set to draw a science diagram. <laughs> I was just so bad at art and um, not that I'm any good at it now but I just find it really enjoyable and very therapeutic and you just don't feel fears and a winter's night going by and I do a few classes locally as well now and I just just really enjoy it and it's just good to keep your brain yeah. working learning something new Is it new. painting mainly Mary or what, what yeah, form of water, art? Watercolour watercolours mostly Watercolour yeah. okay and you Yeah so I really enjoy it yes And fr- free paintings for around the house as well obviously too so Sorry, Andrea. You have some free artwork and paintings then for around oh, the house, I do, yeah. I do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, whether they're any good or not is another thing, but it, it, I just enjoy it. I just find it really therapeutic. Yeah. I, it and, uh, I recommend it to anybody. Just buy a set of watercolours, a sketch or a pad, and uh, go onto YouTube and just try it out and see how you get on. Paul is with us as well, Mary. What um, what are you involved in, in Paul? Uh, I'm involved in the Dublin Stamp Society. Uh, I had, uh, up to 20 years ago, I had a very hectic business life and I found, I was clearing out the attic and I found some old stamp albums that I used as a boy and I decided to tidy them up, which I did, and I mm. found it very therapeutic, <clears throat> very relaxing, you know, uh, hobby if you uh, have a busy life or whatever. And then once I retired, I really got into it and uh, there were a lot of other chaps in the society. It's a, it's a, a very social sort of society. And do you mean collecting and them, Paul, or what? Yes, collecting uh, postage stamps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stamps. Uh, when I got into the society, I discovered a lot of other guys collected things like postcards and uh, um, old letters mm-hmm. and all sorts of first day covers, things like that. So I started uh, expanding the uh, the hobby and uh, I've 
started writing to people around the world who were also collectors. Um, stamp collecting used to be the biggest single hobby in the world. Uh, and there were people in every single country okay. who collected stamps. How many do you and reckon you have, Paul? A quarter of a million at the moment. <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah. Did you, you count them all? I, I didn't count them this year, no. I counted them about 20 years ago. Did you, yeah. And I discovered that in writing to people <clears throat> and exchanging with other guys in the society, uh, that I was acquiring about 12,000 a year, 1,000 a month. Uh, from uh, my exchanges with people in America, Australia, Canada, South Africa, whatever. And it, uh, I extrapolated that number forward. Wow. So it, it must be about a quarter of a million now. Brilliant. But it's, it's, a, it's a very relaxing hobby and you don't, it's not active like uh, uh, bowls or golf or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to run about to, to various places to, to, to follow it. So uh, it's, uh, you, you can do it from the comfort of your own home, yeah. uh, in good weather or bad weather, writing to people around the world. They'll write back to you, and some of them are fascinating. What's, I've met some very, very Yeah, I was just people. going to ask, what's the most um, unique or fascinating correspondence you've had through the stamp collector? Well, well I suppose with, with, with uh, a chap in Israel, who was uh, a doctor in the Israeli army, and uh, some years ago, uh, they had to invade uh, uh, part of southern Lebanon. <laughs> and he, he wrote to me and posted me there. He said, I'm not supposed to be writing to you or telling you where I am. But uh, he said, you might be able to tell from the stamp of the letter. And of course, it was a Lebanese stamp. Was it? So <laughs> it, right. was, uh, it was quite fun. Yeah. But I find other guys uh, in British Guiana, well, it used to be British Guiana, Guiana now, uh, who um, an engineer who wanted to come to Europe and... He was uh, involved in building bridges uh, down there, but wanted to get out of the place because uh, he, he didn't like it. Okay. But it's a fascinating amount of people. Absolutely, uh, and, 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 and certainly something different. I mean, of all the suggestions we've had in today for Jenny looking for um, taking, to take up a hobby in later life, um, stamp collecting, there's another one to add to the list. Paul, thanks a million for, for getting in touch. I think we've Michael as well. Michael, what was your suggestion? My suggestion, would you believe, is bell ringing. <laughs> right. Bell ringing. So, uh, no, uh, <laughs> a hobby that is, I suppose, it has a very, it's not physically demanding, it's good for the brain, and you have, um, you meet loads of new friends, and you get to travel to cool places around the world mm. if you want to. I, I did it once before for a, a report here, for past ah. one time. I think, where was it? In Rathgar? Or Dundrum area. Was it Taney? Taney in Dundrum. Yeah, I was. The, I I I did the bell ringing there. It's harder than you think, actually. It's it is, but once you get to get once you get the hang of it, it's a very it's a it's a hobby that really is not too demanding. Once you get used to it, yeah. and uh, it's very you know you get into it, you meet as I say loads of new people, and um, you get to travel to places around the world that are you know. There are bell ringing mainly, mainly in England, but there's also towers in New York, in New Zealand, and all around the right. world. And the one thing about one thing about a bell ringing tower is, when you go to a bell ringing tower, you'll always be well. <laughs> I don't always, know. We always want bell ringers. Michael, I, I wasn't much good. I, I, I don't know if you'd <laughs> want me uh, travelling back. But anyway, listen, thanks a million for, for getting in touch. Emma, you had a quick suggestion as well. Oh, yeah. Creative writing. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love it, yeah. I started a few years... I always liked it, but I started seriously about 10 years ago or so. I joined the... I did a creative writing class, you know, in the local community college. And then I found out about a local group, joined them. 
And it was the most terrifying thing is to go into a group and read out your work, but it's fantastic. Mm. And then you get lovely feedback and, you you know, it helps yeah. you improve your work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got more and more serious about it. So I think everybody can write. And if they want to write, you if should you just write. Say, yeah, put your mind to it. No, well, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and and quite, quite a few people actually got in touch um, with suggestions around creative writing for, for Jenny. And as you said, something you can do at any age, uh, not necessarily. I mean, you can do it in your own as well, in the comfort of your own home, if you're not looking to take up a kind of a team sport or team-based activity. Emma, thanks a million for getting in touch as well with that suggestion. Jenny, if you're still listening to us, uh, no reason you can't take up a hobby now. Loads of suggestions from listeners here on Lunchtime Live today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.